Good morning. Welcome to the Flame of Fire podcast. I'm your host, Pastor David Bobbitt, pastor of the Liberty Baptist Church in Union, New Jersey. And I just want to say thank you for joining us again this morning and uh, each weekday morning as we go through um, books of the Bible, uh, verse by verse. And thank you for joining us today. We are in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 is where we're starting today. Just finished up chapter 2, starting chapter 3. Before I get to that, let me take a moment and just remind you, and of course, I'm sure you know and are well aware that today is election day. If you haven't voted yet, please get out and vote. And there's just so much in the balance with this election. And obviously, uh, we know that our hope is not in the White House. Our hope is not in in who's elected anywhere. It's in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's in heaven. It's in God. But yet, as citizens of America, I believe we do have a duty, a uh, responsibility to vote. And, you know, there's... Um, there's a lot. There's a lot in 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 the balance here, and there's some things that are being voted for today that'll help our country. Um, there's some things that I believe, uh, you know, as you vote, there's some things that are in the balance in this election that God would be for. There's some things in the balance that God would be against, and so let's vote as Christians. Let's vote for what is right, and in the end of it, um, you know, God's will I believe will be done, and and if God has to bring us to our knees to to get revival in America, then so let it be. But I would much rather see us as God's people um, bring see revival come about through uh, favorable leadership than leadership that would be oppressive. But anyway, let's go uh, this morning. First Thessalonians chapter three. I want to read for you these first few verses and share a quick thought with you. Wherefore, when we could no longer forbear, we thought it good to be left at Athens. Now, if you remember back in chapter two, he's, Paul uh, tells his church in Thessalonica, he said, I've been trying to get to you. I, I want to be a help to you. I want to be a blessing to you. I've been trying to get to you, but Satan has hindered me. He said, Satan has been there and he, he stopped me from making it. And so he picks up that same thought in verse chapter three, he says in verse one, wherefore, when we could no longer forbear, we thought it good to be left at Athens alone and sent Timotheus, our brother and minister of God and fellow labor in the gospel of Christ to establish you and to comfort you concerning your faith that no man should be moved by these afflictions for yourself. Know that we are appointed thereunto. For verily, when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation, even as it came to pass, and you know, for this cause, when I could no longer forbear, I sent to know your faith, lest by some means the tempter have tempted you in our labor be in vain. But now when Timotheus came from you unto us and brought us good tidings of your faith and charity, and that ye have good remembrance of us always, desiring greatly to see us as we also to see you. And, and, and then he closes the thought anyway in verse 7, therefore, brethren, we were comforted over you in our affliction and distress by your faith. And so Paul writes to this church in Thessalonica, and they've been going through some persecution. They've been going through some afflictions. They've been going through some trials, some hard times, and difficult days, if you will. And and Paul's got word of these. He's heard about what this church is going through. And and just like a um, you know, like a parent would worry over their children, Paul is he 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 cares for this church. He he's worried for this church in some ways, and and he wants to be there to be a help to them. He wants to be there to be a comfort to them. If you can imagine when your children are going through something difficult, 
when your children are facing something hard as a parent, man, you want to be right there by their side. You you don't want them to have to go through that alone. You don't want the, them to have to face it. You, you want to be there to help them with it. And so here, Paul, these Christians he's writing, they're his babies in Christ, if you will. He led them to the Lord. He started this church. He, 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 he got them grounded in the word of God and got them off in the right direction. And so now as they're going through these afflictions, as they're going through these hardships, Paul's heart is grieved. He, he wants to be there to help him, but he said, I couldn't. And so what he did, though, is he sent um, Timothy and he said, I'm going to send Timothy to try to be a comfort to you, to try to be a help to you um, as you're going through these afflictions. And he said this, though, in verse three, he said that no man should be moved by these afflictions for yourselves. Know that we are appointed there. Paul was telling them, he says, I understand that the devil uses afflictions in people's lives. The devil uses um, the, these trials in people's life to get them sidetracked, to get them off the right path, uh, to get them bitter at God, to get them bitter at people around them. And, and he said, Satan can use this to destroy you. And he said, so I'm sending Timothy to comfort you and, and to make sure your faith is strong and established and to make sure you stay on the right path. And, and let me give us a warning today. As we go through affliction, sometimes in life, as we go through hardships, as we go through trials, you know, God is trying to use that trial to bring us closer to him. God is going to use that trial to make you stronger. God has brought and allowed that trial. Perhaps God has even brought that trial into your life to strengthen your faith. But be careful because at the same time, Satan would love to use that trial as an opportunity. Satan would love to use that affliction as an opportunity to shake your faith. He would love to use that as an opportunity to get you off the right path. He would love to use that as an opportunity to get you out of church to get you out of your place of soul winning, to get you out of your place of service in the church. And so today the warning comes, now be careful when afflictions come, because as much as that affliction and as much as that trial can strengthen your faith and bring you closer to God, Satan would love to use it for the opposite. Satan would love to use that trial you're going through to keep you from picking up your Bible in the morning and reading it. Satan would love to use that trial you're going through to keep you from praying. Satan would love to use that trial you're going through, the, the affliction you're facing, to keep you from being a blessing to people around you, from being a soul winner, from being a witness, from, from being in your place in church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And so let's be careful that we do not let the, the afflictions of our life, the, the trials that we're going through, uh, get us off the right path. Paul was worried about this church in Thessalonica. He said, I know you're going through some hard things. He said, he said, and I want to look after you right now. He said, I want to take care of you right now because I know that Satan can use this to get you off the right path. He says, verse three, that no man should be moved by these afflictions. For yourselves know that we are pointed there too. He says, this world, as a Christian in this world, you're going to have affliction. You're going to have have heartaches. You're going to have trials. It's part of it. Verse four, for verily, when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation, even as it came to pass. And you know, for this cause, when I could no longer forbear, Paul said, I, I couldn't take it anymore. He said, I, I've been, I've been getting your letters. I've been hearing the reports about what's going on. And he said, I, I couldn't take it anymore. He said, and I've sent Timothy verse five. Uh, I sent to know your faith 
lest by some means the tempter have tempted you and our labor be in vain. Oh, he was worried that this church was just going to fall apart under the afflictions. Oh, but praise God for the testimony in Thessalonica, because when Timothy got there, he sent back word to Paul and he said, this church is doing strong. This church is doing good. This church is strong in the faith. This church is going forward. They're not letting their afflictions shake them. They're not letting their afflictions get them off course. What a testimony. Verse six, but now when Timotheus came from you unto us and brought us good tidings of your faith and charity and that ye have good remembrance of us always desiring greatly to see us as we also to see you. Verse 7, Therefore, brethren, we were comforted over you in all our affliction and distresses by your faith. You know, if you stay faithful to God in your afflictions, if you stay faithful to God in your trials, God will use your trials and your afflictions uh, and your faith through those afflictions to strengthen somebody else going through some afflictions. God will use your faith and your trials to strengthen somebody else going through trials. Paul said, when I got back word that you were faithful to God after everything you're going through, when when word came back to me that you were true to what you were called to do, you're still doing what a Christian ought to do, you're still living for God, and you're still staying faithful to the word of God, he said, that strengthened me as I'm going through my trials. He said, that gives me encouragement. And, and he told that church in Thessalonica, he said, you were a help to this preacher. He said, you were an encouragement and a blessing to this preacher. Let me encourage us today as we go through trials. Let's stay faithful to God. Let's stay in our place. Let's do what we're supposed to do. And, and as we are faithful to do what we're supposed to do, even in trials and afflictions, God will use our testimony to be a help to somebody else facing difficult times. Lord, I pray you would please help us today. Father, we love you. Lord, be of our nation today. Father, we sure need revival. Lord, help us to be faithful in your work. Help us to be faithful in what you called us to do. And Lord, I pray that, Lord, as we face trials and afflictions, we would stay faithful to your word, to your calling, to your cause. Lord, help us to be a blessing to those around us. Strengthen us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening today.